Welcome, everybody, to the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. You're home for all wrestling, everything wrestling. So, what's up, kid? What's up, my guy? What's going on? I know 2K has been a thrill this whole weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot better than than one uh, expected. You know, um, yeah. a lot of improvement. So that's been the the wave that and and wrestling. It's what well. well we're here for the wrestling. We're just talking about our weekends and whatnot. <laughs> um, what was good with you? Everything good? Everything is peachy. I like that. I like that. I like that. So let's get right into it. Uh, I know it's, I don't want to say it's a slow week, but it's not a slow week. Um, I know a lot of people returned. We got Braun Strowman coming back. As we kind of like predicted, he would come back at some point. Um, I know we had to break that down. There's more punk stuff going on as yeah the, you know, the punk situation. Gargano is finally like arrived, arrived. You know he's finally wrestling. Um, so let's get right into it. Let's break down the uh, this quick turnaround here. Yeah. Um, in what was pretty surprising. Um, so uh, if we didn't mention it in the last uh, episode, uh, Malachi Black, um was granted his uh release it's a conditional release right um from aew uh i think it was you know very surprising because a lot of people you know thought um he was well based on his original aew contract that he still had several years left um so the fact that he was granted his release took a lot of people by surprise um and I mean, for those thinking, oh, uh, he's going, you know, back to WWE, just hold your horses there. You know, it, it's been also uh, reported that, you know, he's going through some, um, you know, mental issues. issues. Yeah, mental slash personal issues. So, you know, we wish that, you know, he deals with that first and, and takes care of that because that's, uh, you know, more important uh, above anything else. Um, now, in terms going back to the wrestling, um, I, I feel like yeah, he could, he definitely can return to WWE. I think that's that's going to be the 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 end game here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not going to be for a while. It, it's not going to be for a while. It's going to be like kind of similar to like one of those um releases that WWE does that you know whether you know your release and then ninety days later you're free to sign wherever. Yeah. But but I think in in Malachi's black situation, he still had years. In his AEW contract, that so, that's probably the biggest problem or the biggest question because, yeah, what if he signed a couple NDAs, whatever it is, or like no, no, you know, no competition agreements. Yeah, you know, we don't know the full details yet, but what it looks like is that he's just taking a break from wrestling altogether. Yeah, which listen again, mental state is is, is more important than anything else. You know, mental health. So, um, taking this leave of absence to work on your mental health is definitely a priority. Um, and, you know, I see why he did it. You know, um, here's somebody who has a, a, a unique character, right. And has all the talent in the world signs with AEW. And you would think that AEW would push him to the moon. I personally think, 
he should have been holding a title. Which one? I, I don't know. But I feel like yeah, he should have. He should have had something. There's a lot with the with the well, control that went down over in well, AW. Yeah, that he, he probably wasn't allowed to get one, or just wasn't able to get one. I think the person like they had so many opportunities and they kept dro- uh, dropping the ball on him and on the House of Black. Like if anything, they could have been trios champions. Uh, I thought they were the trios, you know, favorites. To be honest with you, um, but you know, the fact that Tony Khan, uh, was trying to convince him to stay and whatnot. You've had Malachi Black for how long, and now you treasure him. Now that he granted his release, now you want to like like give him a push and whatnot. Um, no, but I do give him credit. I do give AEW credit for granting his release, for giving him the option to work on his mental health and and personal you know issues. Something that we haven't seen WWE do yet with their time because we saw the Nia Jack situation a couple months prior. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, listen. Uh, there goes uh, another super talented uh, guy that that you know falls out of you know AEW's lap. I wonder who else feels the same way because I'm pretty sure um, there's a whole when there's smoke, there's fire. Exactly, exactly. So um, we still don't know what's what's the non compete clause for Malachi Black. We still don't know. Um, we just know that, you know, he's out, um, and that, in my opinion, that's, that's a big loss for AEW. That's a big loss. I I know that, you know, a return is still like possible, but I feel like personally, I feel like it's, it's highly unlikely. Now, Um, when, when you say, so I'll, I'll jump, I'll jump your, your statement there. When it comes to his release, his conditional release, is his contract terminated or he's just let go? Like, you know, you go on a hiatus that he, he's officially terminated from AW. Yeah. He's just like, you're no. like, you're gone for a while. Go ahead and take your time off. No, no, no. So I, I feel like he's definitely gone. He's definitely gone from AEW. He's absolutely gone. Uh, I, I feel like the door is still open uh, for a return, but um, yeah, man, like, you know, it, it, the fact that the reports say that that you know there's there's heavy restrictions with that request and supposedly you know uh he had a booking in uh, uh for a show in Ohio uh like two or three days ago and he had to cancel it I, I see I don't know if that was due to mental health and and, and try to you know um recover. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, that's part of the heavy restrictions where, you know, all future bookings for a certain amount of time is like, you know, has to be canceled. Like you can't work with no other promotions. So um, and that's what we know so far, like, you know, but I think ultimately um, he will be uh, back in WWE, uh, his wife, you know, um still works in WWE um plus it's Triple H running things and uh he was most comfortable and and he was on top when Triple H was running uh NXT the, the black and gold era so um i feel like you know th- that's a you know that's like a a comfort zone for him 
So I feel like he'll he'll find his way back there. So yeah, I think so too. I think it's just a matter of time. Um, yeah. I don't know when. I'm I'm scrolling through Twitter and trying to see what's going on. I don't know exactly when it's gonna happen. I'm gonna say post post mania. You'll hear words of Malachi Black surfacing again, whether it's AEW again, whether it's Impact, whether it's New Japan, whether it's WWE most likely because, you know, as you know, Triple H had Malachi Black on a very good, um, I don't want to say hold, but he took care of him. So it's just a matter of time. I'm, I'll give it I'll give it a couple months. I'll give it probably six months from now. Yeah. But all in all, I just I hope I hope it's just he's he's gonna be back in, in better form. You know, mental health goes a long way. And you gotta for it for a point in time where it's very underappreciated, underrepresented, the idea of protecting mental health. Um, now it's become something more relevant and more vital. The more you sit back and think about how important it's been over the years and yeah. traumatic situations. We don't know what's going on. I'm sure, like everybody else, you're gonna hear people bring it up. Oh, so what's going on? Why did you release? What's this? What's that? You know, are you trying to start a family? Are you stressed because of work? Are you doing this or that? So just trying to figure things out. And I think they're gonna be able to um to get that situated between yeah. they they will, as in like the Malachi Black camp, between him, his wife. His family, you know, his associates that he has. Oh, excuse me. Um, I think that's where it'll be. It'll come in line. Like, yeah, this is important. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, moving on. Uh, to well, I mean, it, it continues to be hot topic. Um, you know, CM Punk's uh media that scrum. it is. Yeah, I mean, now you know. Uh, Dave Meltzer, he he reported and, and indicated that, you know, that um CM Punk's uh rant at the media scrum was premeditated. And, you know, sometimes you know, you, you can agree with Dave Meltzer and sometimes you, you can disagree. It's it's a jump it's a jump ball between Meltzer and factual evidence. Or, right, right. Or quote or, 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 or previous presence with you. alternative yeah. facts. Yeah. Um I gotta, I gotta agree with Meltzer on this one. In, if, in, in, in a way, so uh, I, I, met, I definitely mentioned in, in the last episode that I've seen CM Punk's media uh, scrum um, about five or six times, and, and and I know that's that's a lot, but I just wanted to like to like study everything, and right off the bat, you know, he 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 had a conversation. With um uh wrestling inks uh Nick Hausman, right? And started asking Nick about something that Nick has done with Cole Cabana in the past. And that mm-hmm. was Punk's way to bring up Cole Cabana, right? So um and and asked Nick about uh oh uh doing improv with, with uh you know with uh Scott Colton, who is Cole Cabana, and then I feel like Punk was trying to set up Nick, right? By saying, oh, um, you know, uh, that, you know, it, or trying to like insinuate that they were friends. But Nick was like, no, we don't see eye to eye and kind of blew CM Punk's spot. 
because I felt like CM Punk was trying to go somewhere there and it didn't go his his way. So um, most of the media does like like everybody in the media you're reaching you reach for for straws and see well, what you can pick up. Well, so so yeah, usually the media does that. In this situation, it was CM Punk trying to reach for that straw and right and, and trying to you know something uh, was baited, something was asked. And whatever bait the media laid out, Punk took it and was like, all right, this is my time to run with it. And he ran with it. Yeah, and, and but that's the thing. He was never asked about Cole Cabana. Yeah, like know? I said, something had something triggered. He, yeah. Whoever said it, whoever brought the idea of the conversation, the uh, topic, the topic was met. It was just a bullshit topic. It was a bullshit topic. Blah, bullshit topic to try and get an answer that's deeper than what it really is. Yeah. And Punk took it and went with it. Because yeah. absolutely, there's when you see this, like how the scrum went down, like this had nothing to do with Coca Cabana. And he just, pre-med- in premeditation, took his time and just started swinging away at Coca Cabana. And as, you know, we wrote it on before, Hangman Page, as well as like yeah. over he, and over and over. Hangman, uh, the Young Bucks, uh, Omega, uh, you know, some of the things he said, uh, Punk said that the EVPs who are the Young Bucks and Omega, oh, they can't uh, manage a target, right? Meaning, you know, they, they can't do their role. Uh, also, um, you know, Punk made a, a comment saying, oh, because Tony uh, loves when I work with pricks. And you could just see the dip. The so many different faces that that the Tony air just just came out of the sale of yeah. Tony Khan. He was like, and, oh, and that's how you know that Tony Khan lacks leadership, um, because he could have just said enough, enough, or 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 if 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 you sense that a that a controversial a comment is coming, just say no comment, right? Um, but like. It shows who wears the pants in this situation, and that's it's not Punk. Tony Khan. It's the wrestlers. It's not, yeah, yeah, it's the wrestlers, especially <clears throat> CM Punk, who um, you know, walks all all over Tony, and Tony lets it happen. Now, my thing is, you know, whatever went or whatever passed, uh, you know, Punk went, Punk had with with Cole Cabana, um. As he was explaining it in the media script, okay, I, I got to know more of it. Uh, well, more of Punk's side, and then right. you know, I'm like, all right, you know what, Punk, Punk has a reason to be upset, but to bring it up out of the blue, and you know, um, I, I feel like it was the wrong time at the wrong place. Like I felt like if you wanted to defend yourself and your name, you could have done it in an interview. You could have done it somewhere else. Not opening up a scrum. Exactly, all of an all-out event. Now, kind of took the you know the vibe out of MJF's like return. Yeah, it was the night MJF. He just like no, this is about me now, and that's that's always been punk. So it's like, what else is new? It just, this went to another level. Now we, you know, we were around for a barbecue. We went. We hooked up with a mutual friend. We hooked up and we kicked that at, at a barbecue. Um, so you know, as we were sitting on chat and we see some of the videos over TikTok and stuff like that. So do you feel now this is one perspective we see from a the broad perspective, we see it 
from the grand scheme of things, we see Punk taking licks at everybody, right? All the EPs at Con, at AW, at Cole Cabana. We see Tony Khan trying to back up and maintain, you know, some kind of fortitude, like, oh, whatever. No, I'm trying, I'm a company owner, da, 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 da. We will not bow down on WWE. Like, WWE was never involved in the picture in the first place, right? So then when you, the way I took, when I saw the one video, and I showed you the same video, that maybe it wasn't more so the frustration of Punk and everybody else, and that's why Cody Rhodes left. Maybe it's the frustrations of AEW and what the direction is going to be from Tony Khan's perspective, what he wants to do, or what the Young Bucks want to do. Because if you realize, a, a lot of the AEW's content itself, outside of Jericho's Fozzy tours, you know, Judas was just huge for the first, what, good year and a half when, you know, the whole crowd was eating up with Jericho, you know, entering the ring and his theme music and whatnot. A lot of this done with the elite, with like the Young Bucks and Omega and stuff like that, right? So what if it's out of frustration of how AEW's run as a whole and Punk decides to just take his shot to be like, yo, enough is enough. Like, maybe that's why Cody left. Maybe that's why a lot of people have um, expressed their frustrations. Like Brian Cage, for example, who we spoke before, who's had his frustrations. So can you see it from a different perspective other than what you're seeing right now? We're taking everything as a whole. But if you were to split it down the middle and pick, can you see both sides? Or is it hard to see really about what Punk's saying compares it really just no, like... I, I, so, no, here, here's the thing. I, I understand... Like, I understand both sides, and I understand Punk's frustration because mm-hmm. his name is being thrown out there, and you know what? You have to defend yourself, right? Right. You, you do. Um, But at the same time, this reeked a, a PR stunt. Right. This absolutely reeked a PR stunt, and this was, again, premeditated because this is an all-out media scrum. Where does... Cole Cabana fit into this absolutely nothing. That's the that's the one thing I was like, well, why take your was... shot? Why take your shot at Hangman again after you did it on a live episode of Dynamite? Right. Those are two right? things are like, eh, and like it's like a personal exactly. Over... I, feel, I feel like Punk should have talked about or you know what he did his match with Moxley and his upcoming feud with with uh, MJF, um, and you know. If he wanted uh, to defend himself, um, like I mentioned before, come out with an interview, have, you know, somebody interview, and then you explain your whole side of the story. Um, Now, I just think that, I don't know, I'm not going to say it's because of Punk, but I just think it's, it's something, it's, it's very chaotic backstage, and that's the reason why um, Cody Rhodes left. Um, and you know, that didn't happen when Cody Rhodes was there. So, right. <clears throat> and remember, Cody Rhodes comes from a family who knows what they're doing backstage. They're they well-respected wrestling family worldwide yeah, across no, decades and decades. And 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 and, and, uh, and obviously, like, their their family or, or you know, um, in, in this case, uh, you know, the late great uh, Dusty Rhodes, he has... He had oh, experience. Yeah, he, he had experience as a booker. 
You know, he had experience. He had experience as a backstage uh, figure or agent, whatever you want to call it. And Cody will learn from that, you know. Uh, and then while Cody was there backstage, you know, you wouldn't hear about oh, okay, uh, uh, there was tensions and they were brawls and fights and whatnot. And then once Cody leaves, all this comes up. So it, it, it's it, it's a tough. Situation it's a very right deep. And like very intertangled, intertwined situation. Absolutely, which which leads me to uh the next co- uh uh topic. So we don't know what truth uh there is because there's been conflicting reports, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, because you have ringside news saying that you know the young bucks uh uh sent you know uh. Uh, feelers to WWE um, along with Omega, right? So they said that the Young Bucks sent, uh, you know, that to WWE and then Kenny Omega did it while he was injured, right? Um, And then you have others, you know, um, like Fightful Select saying, oh, it's just a rumor. There's like, you know, no, no, not much truth to that. All I got to say with that, and I don't want to Okay, I'm gonna jump into this one and just like leave it. It's very simple, and I've said it plenty of times, and you've agreed, disagreed, how the case, how you want to take it. When there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah. I've said it plenty of times. When back in the day, during the the Monday Night Wars, when Jericho jumped from WCW to WWF, that was the beginning of the end of the the wars. Huge change. Cody jumping from AEW to WWE is the same is in my opinion is the same exact situation. Now, when Jericho left, stuff started to untangle in, in WCW and things went the way they went. Now, when Cody Rose jumps over, as you said many times, there's now stuff that's coming out out of AEW's camp that things are not that good. Things aren't going very well. Yeah. So yeah. with the frustration, now the shots being fired and the in the in the is being going out with the Bucks and Omega is going to be a point in time when people start going over and like, yo, we're done. Like, pay me, keep the money, whatever it is, pay me out, give me half pay, quarter pay, 40%, whatever it is. This is the chance for WWE to really clean up their messes. And Triple H, right now, we can both agree that, and you can agree with me that Triple H has done an excellent job, so all right, with little oh, yeah. to no Triple mistakes. H has cleaned up so many. Like messes and so we'll we'll call it we'll call minimal errors on Triple H's end, correcting yeah. all the mistakes that Vince made over the years and just a few weeks. We're not even three months and we're not even a quarter into the Triple H era, and he's done a great job this year. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, I, I'm with you on that. Um, and you know, never, never did I never think... say never. No, no, that. But never did I think that, you know, there was a possibility of the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega um, joining WWE after AEW was was Because Young Bucks had a shot, and we all know how it turned out over before there. Before AEW. Before AEW, they, they came out on record. Them and Omega said that they were really, really close to signing with WWE until o- the whole idea of AEW And Omega out. was the number one prospect before AJ Styles went over there. That's how far back the ties go. So it's like if Omega was supposed to be in WWE even before, instead of Styles, 
And imagine that. Imagine if this was Styles in AEW and Kenny Omega was in WWE and we're in the same situation. You know what I'm saying? But whatever happened, happened with business behind closed doors. We got to see Styles premiere and debut at the at the Rumble. So imagine now yeah. if WWE finally makes it happen and gets both the Young Bucks back again and they finally get their hands on Omega. Well, yeah, at one I mean, point was the number one free agent on the market. When when Styles moved, you know, when Styles signed with WWE, um, that's where Omega was was on the you know on his way to reaching his like peak. He was he was on the way, and then you know he had that uh, tremendous rivalry with Okada, in which you know he did become I uh, w, I w yeah woo I W G P uh, mm-hmm. champion, and um. You know, and then once the whole uh his contract was coming up to the end, like WWE was heavily interested, and on you know uh they were interested in him and in the Bucks, and you know they they came close to signing, and you know obviously the creation of AEW stopped that, but now it it really seems like a legitimate possibility because let's say, you know. The Bucks and Omega, they they might be like, you know, they've heard all these stories with Vince, but now Vince is not in the picture. Now, what if Triple H had one of the okay for Omega and Young Bucks, and it didn't work out because Vince's like, no, 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 we don't want these guys, we don't want this, we don't want that. And to be honest, like, yeah, imagine a scene where you have the elite, you have Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks confront Roman Reigns and the Usos, like that's dream scenario. That's dream scenario, and we have other people who are involved in WWE that can go in with the elite. Yeah, because we had you can have Cody Rhodes. You can even have Cody Rhodes, and I'm telling you, like, I feel like we, we, I'm assuming that Cody Rhodes is still in good terms with them, but Cody Rhodes, people like Cody Rhodes, people like Kevin Owens, people like AJ Styles, I think they would help recruit them you know and you know uh it, it, it's also reported um that the young bucks are you know in their aew contract until the end of 2023 not that long so if that's you really if you really think about it that's we're in september year, right now right yeah, just the year and what some change two months like it's 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 getting it's getting to that point where it's like listen time is flying do you realize the summer blew by like once july hit i don't like i feel like yesterday was fourth of july and now we're in we're pat we just broke we broke by labor day you know what i'm saying like there's it's the summer flew by and once survivor series hits for wwe the months are going to swing because survivor series then go to the Rumble. Now we're in the. You know what I'm saying, and then we're now we're in mini season. We're right there, and then mm-hmm. it's the same thing again. It's, it's the same cycle over and over on a yearly basis. WWE, you know, we're not that far from um, full gear in Jersey. You know what I mean? Like that's it's yeah. right in September. Like it's we're eight weeks away. Whether people want to believe how close it is or not, we're right there. And then what you think about from that point? Twelve weeks to the next pay per view for AEW. Like it's yeah. when you really think about it. There's four essentially right now for Omega and, and and well for the elite in general. There's four more pay per views. Four, if you really want to think about it, like it's and then it's like so. What happens next? 
we know Jericho is doing well now. We, we thought it was over, but we, we know his time is coming up. You know, Punk's still on for a while. Adam Cole signed for a while. You know, there's a lot of talent AEW who's got a lot of long-term contracts. But then you have the guys that we know that are top-end talent that don't have much time left. Now, when we we first started this podcast three years ago, right, and we're we're having fun doing so. When that went, when that happened, when we broke, when we started doing this podcast, it felt like just yesterday when Omega and Young Bucks and everybody was signed to long-term contracts. Those those first AEW contracts. Yes. So it's like, think about it now. Yeah, four more pay-per-views left of possibly having Omega and the Young Bucks on AEW. Listen, and, and well, first of all, we don't even know how long their suspension is. I mean, like, I'm I'm going to the Arthur Ashe Stadium in two weeks. And you're telling me that I'm not gonna see the Young Bucks and, and, and CM Punk. It's tough. And, and, it's gonna and be a Omega, tough call. Like like that that really blows like and from what i've read like uh or you know on twitter and from what i've heard um ticket sales hasn't been that great you know uh and you're missing your four biggest stars so um listen it it, it could also be uh you know um a strategic move for these it guys it could be work because it's like it, right now we all think this is shoots. Oh, well, I mean, it, it all yeah. straight shoots. But this, yeah, this could, could be, be your work. This is this could be you know strategic move for them just to get more money. Um. So, and they know they know Tony Khan would give them that money. They know that Tony Khan because what did he say in the scrum? I mean, I'm a young man with a fuck ton of money. You know who said that before? Vince. And we see what he did. He was paying people out the ass all, all this money. Million dollars here. Million dollars there. Lesnar was getting paid a million dollars for the year, but everything was free. Free air travel, free cars, free food, free dining. Family flew free. When you break that down, that's like four or five million dollars. Yeah. Taker was getting paid 1.5 mil to wrestle one time a year. Right yep. now, the highest paid wrestler on the roster is Randy Orton at $3 million. Before it was styled with two and a half. What do you Randy Lesner? Orton per year is $3 million a year. Lesnar's up there. I think Lesnar's the top one. Yeah, Lesnar now is, but I'm saying like, like at the time when he was handing out money. Oh, yeah. When when Lesnar first came back with Cena, before the Extreme Rules match with Cena, when he first came back, it was it was legit a million a year, but everything was paid for. When you break that down, yeah. it's like four or five million dollars. I'm I'm just I'm just blunt, but like you pay everything's paid for. You yeah. just you're 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 older. You're an old man with a whole lot of money. Tony Khan's doing the same shit now. I'm a young I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young man. You're 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 a little boy with a lot of money. That's yeah. how you're acting. Don't say you're a young you're a young man with a lot of money. You're not like a bitch. You're not like a baby. Have some nuts. Take you know why you make more money when you have control of the company. Vince had. Vince had WWE by the nuts and did whatever he wanted because he had the money to do so. Whether yeah. and guess what? Whether it was good, whether it was bad, or whether it was indifferent, it was eh, another week of boring wrestling. Guess what you and I were doing? And probably on average 800 to 1.2 million dollars million people a year tuning in on Monday night, tuning in on Thursday night. Because at the end of the day, 
You have to have control of your business. If you don't, everything's going to muster off. Tony Khan does not have the control whatsoever. Absolutely and now it's that. looking shaky. <laughs> and if it's all, if let's just say, let's just say, before we move on to the last couple of subjects, let's just say that the Bucks and Omega leave and they sign with WWE. Does AEW bounce back? Do they have the talent in their pool in the locker room to fill in what they're missing? I say yes, but that loss is is is, is huge. Uh I say yes because they still have pretty big names. Um but even you your know, mid-card talents are, are are legitimate. But you know, that's the you your your three biggest names are going to uh you know the competition and that's I, I don't know that's that's a, that's a scary situation for AEW if if we're building I'm just, what if speaking 20 summer 20 summer slam of 2024 omega's off for a bit but they've gone for six months and they show up see the bloodline still going on or whatever it is Cody just beat Reigns or or Cody just had his third title reign and just beat say Kevin Owens or, or AJ Styles at it, SummerSlam say just, a hell in a cell for the for the for the world championship. It's just so many Enter so, Kenny Omega. Yeah, no, there's so many dream matches with Kenny Omega. You know, you have Kenny Omega, you can have Kenny Omega versus Randy Orton, Kenny Omega versus John Cena, Kenny Omega versus Brock Lesnar, Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega versus Kevin Owens, Kenny Omega versus whatever. Uh, with the Young Bucks, you can have the Young Bucks versus New Day, the Young Bucks versus Uso, the Young Bucks versus Street Profits, the Young Bucks versus uh, take a know. pick. You can create town as Judgment Day. You can have you can go over and over and over. Yeah, Omega just, versus Edge if he's still around. We know he's on. I don't know. I just think. Tidbit. I just think to close this out. I just think AEW. Uh, needs to well, Tony Khan. Tony Khan needs to uh put his foot down and uh you know kind of like organize a grown himself. ass man that knows he's out of run yeah because here's the thing you lose if you fire Punk because there you know there are reports that you know that that's still the possibility you you get rid of Punk all right you fine you you lose Punk that's it. Uh, you made your money with him showing up. He's won the championship twice. You you, you did what you're supposed to do. It was it was a success. Punk's I won. No, no, no. Was it a success? I think. I all right. So I think his debut was massive. It was like one, if not the biggest debuts ever on AWS ever. I might say ever, even WWE included. Um. And his run was somewhat successful. His title wins, uh, that that was poor because, you know, he couldn't stay healthy. Uh, and you know what? That was his fault because nobody told you to be clumsy and jump over a barricade, injuring your foot. In which AW you have Punk was a success. Punk as a wrestler was not a success. Yeah. I, you did what you're supposed to do as a company and got and made a whole bunch of money off of it. Listen, it, it may seem like I'm throwing all these shots at CM Punk. I'm just I'm just stating what I've seen, you know? Right. And it's not like I have anything against Punk because I think Punk 
as a wrestler as a whole is 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 box office. He really is. You know, even at 42 years old, he is still the best one on the mic, even on commentary. Like Pound for Pound, he's one of the best wrestlers yeah. ever to be out in this and just in this generation, he's one of the best that, that's ever done it. Yeah. It just, you know, some things don't end on great terms. Yeah. But let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move to, to, uh, to the big man debuting. Yeah. So we have uh Braun Strowman uh returning. Um, you know, last uh last Monday night, uh, you know, came in there, wrecked havoc. Uh and you know, it's 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 interesting to see how he's gonna be um, you know, how's he gonna be booked? I Is mean, he a he face looked, or a heel? I think he's a face. I uh absolutely think he's a face. And you know, the crowd reaction was great. And then you could see the expression on his face, like the his facial like he was really emotional. Uh and he's in great shape. He, so he so. he wanted to be back. Yeah. As much as he enjoys and I follow him on so we we both follow him on social media, the podcast follow him on social media. He's yeah. had so much fun doing his own thing and you know, trying to control be the best entrepreneur yeah. possible. He really wanted back. He was so broken when he left. Like and then he plus, to come back. Hey, uh his girlfriend is still there, you know? His girlfriend's on Raw, uh, and you know now that he he's back in WWE, uh, back under Triple H's leadership, it's like it, it, it's a it's a it's a fresh new start. Um, so and that's what everybody's looking forward to, you know. Um, so moving on, um, since it is well, wow, it is Tuesday, but. This uh, past uh, episode of Monday Night Raw, new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions were crowned. So congratulations to Dakota Kai and EO Sky. And let me Did we not you- say it was, it was a matter of time before one, one, of, the, one of the pieces in the faction was going to take over some gold? Yo, I'm, I'm so excited, uh, especially for Dakota Kai, because I feel like she's like, she doesn't get the, the appreciation and love. Uh, and then I, I thought she should have been NXT Women's Champion at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was NXT Women's Tag Team Champions twice, but they only lasted like about a week, so that was really pretty disappointing. But I think now with EO Sky and Bailey, um, they're 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 definitely gonna have a, a dominant run, and this kind of like just seems more likely that Bailey would probably okay. be the one to take the title off. Beyond, I say this now, does Bailey beat? Belair for the championship. It's it's looking likely so, likely so. And I feel not to mention the new faction, the women's division is going to be a very it's going to be a very strong hold, a strong chokehold in the division altogether. Yeah, that faction is going to do a lot of damage. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can. Uh, I still don't know why you have. Um, for, for, oh, real quick, uh, tonight, uh, while you know, uh, Bailey confronted uh, Bianca and uh, Dakota Kai and Neo Sky kind of like cornered her, like setting uh, Bianca up for a trap. Mm-hmm. I thought, what are the possibilities for a split second? I was like, what are the possibilities that Sasha Banks and Naomi comes back? And then I saw Alexa Bliss and Oscar, and I'm like, oh, so we're still going with this, Not again. Yet. but I feel like, I feel like, it, uh, it's it's it, it's a possibility. It's a big possibility. We might see Banks, Naomi, 
and Bianca versus Damage Control. Um, we also saw the uh, in-ring uh, return of Johnny Gargano. And you love every bit of it. I I thought it was fantastic. And to pair him up with, like, to, to put him in a match with Chad Gable, who, again, is super underrated, underappreciated. And anytime he has a match, it's like he's not given enough credit. And he's a very, very talented wrestler. So, um... Everything I I loved everything about that match, and uh, I I mentioned this on Twitter. I I still believe that um you know Johnny Gargano is one of the best in ring talents uh uh today, and he hasn't missed a beat. He hasn't he hasn't wrestled in eight nine months, and looks fresh. Yep. So no um, rust. Still looks great. Listen, no, I know you're excited. So what's if so. As we wrap this up, what's the future holding for Gargano? What do you um, see in the next? It's give me it's, your six month prediction and give me your one year prediction. See that it's tough because right now he he's going to be feuding with Austin Theory, and I wonder if the briefcase is going to be on the line. You know, um, which. I don't think so, but it's still the possibility. Um, maybe, or uh, you know, so in six months, where do you think he's gonna be? It's hard, man. It's your boy, I, I can't, I, I can't predict. You, there's all right. So there's you three know different what, ways. You know what you want? I oh, I know what I want. What do you want? I want nice a DIY, I want a DIY reunion with Champa, but okay, but I do you I think I they do you think it. they they join up. I feel like months? they'll join up eventually, but I don't know if. See, that's the thing. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know, and I don't think so, because I feel like Gargano's doing his own thing, and I feel like his the. I think Triple H. I think his goal is to have Gargano eventually capture the IC title or the US title. But but so in a if, year, what do you think? If you think six months now, you think the United in a year. In a year, in a year, absolutely. I think he'll he'll okay. be IC or US title. But was was that her? So IC. So the, he's gonna it, have it, a championship. It, it, it actually and is deal, hard. And DIY is back together. It actually is hard because how would you book the DIY reunion? How would you? I'm asking. How'd you book it then? No, no, but I'm asking you. Oh, you're asking me. Yeah. <sighs> because right now, Ciampa's, so how long do you think Champa's gonna be dealing with his nonsense? Well, I don't know. Champa's paired up with the Miz. What do you think? That's not gonna last. When do you think that's gonna that's, that's gonna end? When the Miz, when something's gonna happen and the Miz turns on Champa and does this that, and a third, mm-hmm. here comes Gargano, and now it's Gargano with Champa or Champa with Gargano with the Miz. Mm-hmm. That gets washed away. DIY is back together. Not even even a match. Just Gargano comes in to save Champa, and they're back. Doesn't take much to reunite. It's what you do after the fact. So they come back, then you gotta fight Miz. You you take Miz out the way, and you move on to other things. You can go against the bloodline. You can go against the street profits. You can go against somebody, somebody these. I want to say top tier tag division, no tag teams. Oh, but let me go against the, the if division. DIY got and, back together. They'll be a top tag team. In I'm saying, but, but right away you're not gonna put them at the number one. You gotta get it sort of taking on the competition. So they're not gonna be like yeah, right away. They're gonna start just so, taking cleaning house and you're gonna feuding with the Usos, 
well, well, the bloodline, but Uso specifically, or the New Day, or the Street Profits, because those are the three of the top. So you can get up there and get right into that mix and compete for a belt. And you could do that in a year. It's uh, how long does this Champa Miz feud last? Because it's gonna happen. It's just a matter. Of, is 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 a um um how are the term is called? But it's 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 only matter of the thing just explodes. Okay. How think about it? If you're Cha- if you're Champa, mm-hmm. how long do you think you're gonna deal with the Miz's shit? Right, no, not long. Not a month. Not long. Okay. Month, two months. What's around the corner? I I feel like a, a teaser at the Rumble, maybe. You could you could definitely tease it at the Rumble. Um, I just you know, you can. Uh, my way of saying if, if if you're gonna go all right. So with Gargano's book, if you're gonna return to DIY, I would say you can have all right. You can have a moment where you have Miz pairs up with let's say. Uh, an Austin Theory, uh, or yeah, or or Miz pairs up with somebody and turns on on uh, Champa setting up that return. Um, but I feel like I think W. I mean uh, Triple H just focus on them being singles right now. Uh, and, and and you know what? I think it's very very smart because I I feel like everybody uh, like every like every fan is like hoping for it. So when it does happen, the reaction is that the much bigger. Be crazy. Yeah. So I mean, all right. So you have them separate, but the, I feel like from here till maybe the end of the year, I would say maybe even Survivor Series, there's going to be somewhat of an interaction between Champa and and Gargano. Somewhat let, of an interaction. And let it go into January where the Rumble kicks off. Mm-hmm. And let's say there's there's six people in the ring, and then comes somebody else, and say it's Champa getting beat down, Gargano getting beat down, and it comes to insert. They lay waste, maybe they knock two people out, and all of a sudden DIY is back. Mm-hmm. Then they go at then they go at singles competitors, and so on and so forth. There's a lot of ways you can go about it if you really think yeah. about it. There's a lot of it's very easy to pick and choose yeah. what you want. The, the only the only the only work. reason I said like I don't know and I don't think so is because. We we've seen that in NXT, right? We mm-hmm. we've seen um DIY. So everybody's already thinking, all right, if DIY gets back together on the main roster, right? That's perfect and fine. They'll be one of the tag teams. And then they'll be like, All right, when when will Ciampa turn on Gargano? And it's gonna be the same thing all over again from NXT black and gold. So I feel like it's better to have them separate right now, do their and own singles, later. and then I guess join it. Uh, that's fair. Yeah. Either way, it still works because you're creating a, a, a narrative, you're creating a a storyline that works and that fans yeah. will enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I know you'll enjoy. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> but uh, the joyous time has now come to an end as we close ten and eighth episode of the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast. So as long as you know, so about the looks like you about the knockout or get back on two oh, K. Abs. No, no, I'm absolutely knocking out. That's six. I'm about to run a couple more games. No, I'm absolutely not gonna catch us on all our social media platforms. We are live on Twitter at Flip Wrestling. We are live on Instagram at the new Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast Instagram page at sfw.podcast. You can check us out on Facebook at the Sunset Flip Wrestling Podcast page. We are on YouTube. Type in the same thing. Type in our title, and you'll find us right there as well. New new videos will be approaching soon. 
Uh, you can check us on all our streaming platforms. We are live on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your podcast beyond this. We have Breaker, we have Radio Public, Pocket Cast. I can go on and on and on. But you can catch us on our main base on Anchor. Anchor, shout out to you guys. I'm going to say it every time here until people understand it. Shout out to Anchor for helping us out week in and week out, getting this podcast going. If you guys ever want to start your own podcast, it's easy and it's free. We did it, and we've had a hell of a run just enjoying it and keep on doing so. Go to anchor.fm, sign up, use your email, and you are good to go. So, from uh, me and Soto, Soto and I, uh, wish y'all a good night, and I'll catch y'all next time. Peace out.